heading across the country. We are with you broadcasting from uh, the studios of Glory Media here in a beautiful sunny broom today. We're going for a high of uh, 34. It's only going to get to 29 around Halls Creek. It got cool there last night. Ooh, blanket weather. Maybe you need a good housing. Uh, that's uh, a topic we're going to talk more about now as uh, Yari Nyamaburu have a housing program that they launched at the end of last year. And this is very much open to Aboriginal people living in Broome, not just Yarrow. It gives one the chance to own their own homes. Catherine Stewart is with us. Uh, she's regularly touched the base uh, to keep us in touch on how accommodation is going out there for those that are looking for it. Catherine, welcome back once again. Hi, thank you. I noticed you got job clearing with you today. I do. Najin auntie and Najin to all your listeners. Nice to have you with us. So, where are we now, Catherine, with uh, the WGA program? We spoke about uh, a list that has been made and they were successful applicants uh, looking at home ownership. There was also rental assistance available. Housing and accommodation is quite scarce here in Broome at the moment. Yeah, so in in terms of the the rental aspect, that's still in quite dire straits for a lot of people. Um, there's there's next to nothing to come by, which is quite hard because I'm still receiving a lot of expression of interest for that. Um, in terms of renting, I've got about a 12-month wait list for people who are interested. Um, and for the co-equity, that was um, for the home ownership that went through in stages. So our last lot of applicants are due to move in within the next week. And it's just, yeah, still ticking along. I... Well, as of Monday, I had one property left, but I've got several expressions of interest for that one. So I am expecting not to have anything available with me by the end of the month, but that doesn't eliminate the option for me to help people within the public market as well. Wow, you sound like you work for a real estate agency. I did, I did. <laughs> um, yeah, that's that's a, a vein that runs deep, so I don't think I can really get rid of that <laughs> mentality. <laughs> Good skills to have. Yeah. <laughs> So what's the feedback been like so far from clients? Um, I mean, I I would just like to, to thank everyone who is either participating or has expressed interest because everyone's just been nothing but patient with me whilst I kind of find my feet with everything. Um, there's been a lot of appreciation and stories that have been extremely emotional and it's just... I think there's just been a lot of gratitude um, because, as you know, there's there's nothing for people to move into, so we've been able to provide a roof over a lot of people's heads. What sort of housing are they eligible for? Uh, we've, we've got a variety. So within the properties, the 25 properties, sorry, I have available, there's there's units, there's three-by-two houses, um, two-by-two. So there is quite a variety. Um, the benefit of that is we can hopefully meet a different family demographic for every property. And um, 
yeah, it, there's, there's been quite a variety. They all underwent some renovations last year as well. So um, fortunately, we were able to engage some local Indigenous contractors, so like Kalari Enterprises and Fair Price Plumbing. Um, so we've been able to support them and their families as well. So um, significant investment went into to their corporations to help boost the presentation of our properties, which was great. Oh, fantastic. So it's nice new flash housing, not Dangara. Yeah, yep. Like perfect night plank linoleum floors, um, nice new kitchen spaces. So we, we don't want to put people into houses that aren't going to be seen as homes. So we just want to make it a nice new establishment for people to make it their own. Mm. I believe you've got a guest uh, you brought in with you. Well, she's right here in front of us. <laughs> <laughs> Jub story. Yeah, so um, I mean, I met Jub and her family uh, within the early stages. So we we sat down, we did the application process. This was really before we had any sort of idea as to the timeframes and how things would work. So um, working with Jub and her family, we identified sort of how we can progress them towards home ownership. Um, we then moved through the viewing of the properties, and it was worked out really well so Jub and her family had their eyes on one particular property that really resonated heavily with them um we then had the drawing in the ballot allocation of the properties I think it was what six weeks ago or so and yeah Jub and her family were allocated their dream house which mm. was perfect it was the the best outcome I think for them so um at this stage they're occupying the property and working towards owning it <gasps> congratulations <laughs> thank you auntie <laughs> <laughs> I know, it's a dream come true. It actually is. <laughs> yeah, it's worked out really well. Well, I guess our parents never had the opportunity, did they? Well, you know, funnily enough, Auntie, my great-grandfather, um, when the family was all moved to Port Hedland um, from the missions, uh, he managed to somehow make sure that everybody in One Mile, which was Morgan Street in Port Hedland, um, all own their homes and that was back in the 40s but after that yes no none of us did there was this one sweet moment in history where um, you know my great grandfather had made sure everyone owned their homes oh yeah. yes so I wanted to I wanted to experience that again and and uh, and go yep you know it can happen again with our family we can we can own homes Morgan Street, I know really well. Mm-hmm. Sesame Street. <laughs> Lulu, Matt and Granny Linda lived there. Yes, they did. And you know that Granny was my grandfather's godmother. And uh, they owned their own home. In fact, Lulu, Matt built it up from nothing. Yes, they all did. All of them built the, uh, the whole community of One Mile, all built together, helped each other build their homes. So Morgan Street was known as One Mile then? Yes, it was known as One Mile. It was Aboriginal community. Interesting. Yes. <laughs> mm. I'm still glad they've got the Matt Dan Centre. Me too. I, every time I drive, well, because of course, I mean, I'm going off topic here, but I was just recently <laughs> there on a recce for my film. And um, every time I drive past it, I go, I'm so happy that it's got, you know, names of families on a lot of the structures around Port Edland. Yes. Mm. It's <laughs> a nice touch. Jump. Going back to the housing, so... You're occupying your property at the moment. What yes. happens now? 
Well, now we, because we are, um, as Catherine was saying, there's so many different cases and, and so many different ways that um, the initiative is helping us become homeowners um, because through normal um, avenues, uh, we never have been able to. The funny conundrum with us is that we have never owned a credit card and therefore we have no credit history. We don't have any debt because we've never had a credit card, (laughs) but we have no credit history. So we were a catch 22. Um, We weren't able to get the kind of um, uh, loans based on the fact that we have no proof that we can pay anything back because we've never been in debt. (laughs) (laughs) So it was a big merry-go-round. And this is where um, Number Buriyaru with the housing initiative stepped in and goes, well, we know how to make this work for you. We'll put you in as a rent to buy initiative where once you pay your rent for a certain amount of months, we've gone for a six month mm-hmm. contract. Yeah. Um, you've shown that you know how to pay what would um, stipulate as a mortgage payment. Um, and also we're going to get you know, a credit card and, mm-hmm. and um, because I'm contracted as well, because I'm in the arts, it's very complicated to see what sort of payment I have from month to month to week to week to year to year. It's very variable, <laughs> very variable. <laughs> and um, and so I was a very strange case. <laughs> yeah. Like Jub and her family have, have done all the right things by not having a debt. So on paper, it's perfect because, you know, you can prove you've got all these savings, you've got an income. Yes, and like a lot of savings. Yeah. yeah. And like Jub said, it's a variable income. But the negative of that is, everything's got on paper but there's nothing about you on paper yes so, and every person I'm working with does have a different case scenario so it's identifying okay this is what's holding you back let's work through it let's estimate a time frame this is when we expect you to move in this is when we expect you to have your name on the title of the property so it's working with these people and their families to get them over that line that was identified as a barrier yeah it's been amazing Catherine, is it important to have a credit rating? I mean, I know I was advised when I first started out in the world to to get one, so I bought uh, stack cookware amounting up to $1,500 stainless steel, which I've still got today, believe it or not. (laughs) How beautiful condition it was uh, in and still is being good quality. But um, credit, uh, is it always advisable to have some rating yeah like like Jub was saying it's it was a hindrance for her not to have a, a credit rating because on paper essentially they didn't really exist financially <laughs> so we we couldn't justify okay mortgage repayments are going to be achievable for you because we can't see any debts that are being repaid off so it's yeah whether it's renting or having a credit card or having a small loan and if they can identify you're paying this back you're you're leaving your mark financially your credit can increase um, it can also help identify any debts that you may not know of so you can progressively pay them off um, because having those unpaid debts will eventually hinder you in one way or another. So to have that, it's just an identifying score to, to really prove that you, you can do these sort of things. And if not, um, the purpose of myself and my team is to, to get you there. Well, congratulations, Jab. Thank for you, having no debt. I mean, that, that's fantastic news. But then again, we're all frightened of debt. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, yeah. uh, my credit card, I very rarely use it. And when I do, I pay it straight off. Yeah. It, it's amazing to think uh, that money works in uh, different ways, doesn't it? Yeah. And I think I was always scared of... 
um, spending money I didn't have. It just didn't make any sense to me. And the amount of times that I missed out on buying something that I thought I really, 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 really had to have, I'd forget about it in a nanosecond. Like it would be like, oh, well, I couldn't afford that and I didn't actually really need it. I just seemed to see, I mean, you know, no grief on anyone, but I see so many people buying things that they just don't need and they get themselves into so much Mm. trouble. Yeah. (laughs) And and I just, I learned somehow in my own crazy brain that a credit card was just not the way that I should go forward in life as a young independent when I first, you know, left home. And so, um, and funnily enough, when I met my husband, he was exactly the same. (laughs) Never had a credit card, didn't like them. And I was like, yep, I'm going to marry him. (laughs) Fair enough. You're usually looking for somebody that's loaded, aren't you? (laughs) (laughs) So you're in your property now. What's it like? Oh, you know, you know, first home buyers, the one thing I had a very good friend of mine that I was talking to for a long time about wanting to buy a home and all she kept on saying is, no matter what, Jubby, no matter what, it's location, 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 no matter what. And we did look at a couple of places, but not, I can't, kept, on, kept on coming back to this one. Yes, because of its location, location, location. And it is so beautifully renovated. It just, I looked through the window because I did come through the backyard every now and then because I wanted to see what it looked like. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> Good to know. I didn't kind of break in <laughs> to my own house, by the way. Um, but I did, I, when I looked through the little window and I went, oh my God, this, this looks like home. It's two bedroom. This just me and Greg and our daughter and um, Marlena May, Ruby and Claire, mind you. And um, and I went, this is all we need. This is all we need. Uh, I work from home. I don't need a big office space. I just, you know, pull pull my computer up on my bench top, really, kitchen bench top and work away. But um, it just resonates home. It's one street in front of where mum used to live. So I'm literally sitting, when I watch the sunset, I'm sitting in the same spot she was in the street behind us. So... I have that really, as soon as I saw it and I knew where it was in line with where mum used to live, I knew it was home. I knew she was sending me there. Oh, um, me cry. I know, truth <laughs> to God. And uh, I can see the sand dunes. I'm next to the bush. I, I, I wake up with nature around me. It's quiet. It's literally my dream home. I'm so happy. I think I'm going to start crying oh, now. Like, Don't start. Making me all warm and fuzzy <laughs> inside. <laughs> <laughs> and um, and we've made it thus. You know, we've we don't have that much. You know, we don't. We're not a rich family, and so our furnishings are sparse. But it's so homey. Um, I sleep well. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like you're on your mum's song line, then. Proper. Yeah. Proper. Uh, yeah. So is it going to be a long, drawn-out payment process for you, you reckon? Uh, I hope not. <laughs> um, well, you know, Auntie, I do work in the arts and work is becoming, because COVID hit us so badly, and which actually Catherine and I were talking about that because my last financial year payment looks absolutely dismal. Um, because of COVID, I just work stopped, everything stopped. But luckily for me, it's starting to reanimate um, and I'm going into my first feature that I, I wrote and I'm about to direct. And so that'll give me a, a really good leg up with financials. Um, and uh, I'm hoping it won't be a massive drawn out um, process. It's not like I'm going to pay the apartment out outright. I don't even want to do that. I want to have 
money saved saved for me. Um, you you know always have money for a rainy day, um, but I, I hope it's not as long because the apartment that we chose isn't the most expensive property either, which is just win win all around as far as I'm concerned. Yeah, the the intention is for it to be affordable housing, so we don't want to make it unachievable pricing as well. And the benefit of it is it's a co-equity program so mm. it's dependent on the participants finances so you've got that option to purchase a property at 100% of the value or you can own upwards of 60% so you can own an equitable portion of the property and over time you can keep mm. increasing how much you own of this property and we've got people talking about buying in at 80% of the value so they can leave the last 20% for their children to then take over. So that's then passing it down in generation for their children to get their foot in the, the real estate game. So it's a bit more flexible for some people as well, which is brilliant. Mm. Wow. Catherine, we had the budget hand down the other night. Housing was an area that has some concerns. Has there been any support for housing programs such as yours coming from the national program downwards? Full, full disclosure, I didn't actually follow the budget too well. My, um, my dad in Sydney sent me updates about migraine medication being PBS, which is my only benefit at this point. So I don't know too much about what the outcome was. But I mean, because we are a government funded program, um, I am calling for more properties so I can help more people. So the intention is to reach a widespread audience and the benefit being it, it isn't just isolated to, to people of Yaru, it's to open to all Indigenous ATSI people, which is brilliant. So I mean, I'm still getting expressions of interest. I'm getting applications left, right and centre, getting them faster than I can process because housing is just, it's not ideal at the moment. Housing is a right and not a privilege and everyone mm. deserves that roof over their head. Um, you know, mm. it's gonna, <laughs> I'm gonna get all emotional. It's, it's going to affect children meeting their education needs and people getting employment because they don't have a stable environment. Um, I am hoping for some more support from the government. I mean, the Department of Communities and Northwest Aboriginal Housing Fund who are supporting this program have been nothing but brilliant and they've been a great resource for me and um, the people participating in the program. But we've started with such a small seed of properties and it's just, it's really hit really quickly and it's it's just been nothing but positive so if I can help the other 168 names I've got on my book I would love to <laughs> not finished yet no <laughs> not by a long shot no ah <laughs> oh, Catherine they can still pop into have a word with you in the office there yeah definitely I mean I I am running around like a headless chook at the moment because I do have so much going on so um, if I am there, please feel free to pop in and see me, whether it's to do with the program or you just have some questions or need some advice and you may not feel comfortable speaking to someone in particular, I'm available to speak with people, walk them through different scenarios, even talk to them about the Residential Tenancy Act and what their rights and responsibilities are. I'm, I'm happy to be a resource for people in the community, um, but by all means, probably give me a call first to make sure I am there because the last thing I want is for people to turn up and make that time and I'm not there doing something else. How's Maria going? Maria has unfortunately left our program. Um, she has moved on to something else so hence why I'm running around like a headless chook because my workload has <laughs> <laughs> doubled a li little bit more. 
Um, yeah, so Maria was great. She kind of opened it up and mm. was a great resource and a, a person for, you know, she was just well yeah, known. she was wonderful. Yeah, and a really welcoming figure. So um, she was great. She's kind of, I don't know, led the path for me to continue mm. on the program. Uh-huh. Have you found an upsider yet? I hope we get someone. <laughs> um, Department of Communities, are you listening? <laughs> um, so it, it's in discussion. Um, I'm, I'm not sure when the decision will be made, but at this point I feel quite comfortable with how things are, are running. I, I do have support in the office for me. Um, so if I feel like I'm drowning, I've got someone there to, to pull me out, which is great. Oh, yeah. it's always great that you come in and have a yarn with us, Catherine. Yes, I love coming in. Thank you. <laughs> Your family. Yeah, especially you two together, like he's yeah. in a pod there. Yeah, no, just been brilliant. Um, oh. Like I said, everyone's ever been really patient. Um, everyone I'm dealing with has been nothing but lovely. I, I hung out with a, another one of my girls the other day who's moving into home ownership, and she and I just had a laugh all afternoon. Like it's just well, yeah, so you're bringing a lot of good news. You know, oh. you're, you're bringing <laughs> a lot of good news, and 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 you're making so many people's lives. Um, you're changing lives actually and so it's of course you know I can only be so grateful for everything that's that um, the initiative has um, allowed you know me to have a home oh my god stop it (laughs) oh that's so nice of you (laughs) well I know exactly how job feels I did that oh years ago I was 29 before I made that decision and it was the best decision of my life. Yes, the best decision of my life, yeah. I've been so sad when we've lost houses um, because we've always stayed in Homes West houses. Thank you, Homes West, for even allowing us to have a home. Um, But, of course, when you move on or someone who in the family passes on that had the house in their name, you you end up... I've lost a lot of homes in, in my life because they... They weren't a home ownership, and I didn't want my daughter to have that experience. I wanted her to have a home. Mm. Catherine Stewart, thank you once again for popping in. Thank you so much. Jump clear. Always <laughs> lovely to see you. And you, you too, Auntie. You're going to wait there. You're going to wait there. I am going to wait there. Yeah, oh. Right here. We're going to continue <laughs> on with this conversation after we hear from Paul Kelly, but not on housing on yourself because I believe you're back for a reason other than owning your own home. (laughs) And maybe Catherine will just enjoy being out of the office for a little bit. Yes. (laughs) Here we go, Paul Kelly. (laughs) 